0: Hello, 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 good people, and welcome back to the Knowing Place Podcast. It's been a minute. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. Tonight's 13th episode is going to be wonderful. You're going to meet Mr. Nick May. He's a transplant survivor, a warrior, courageous. He's living life and recently celebrated his 30th anniversary. I believe we having this transplant at the tender age of two years old, so I think you'll be encouraged by his message and just hearing him talk about his journey, his experience and his current life. So just hang out with me for a little bit. And we're going to talk to Nick here for a few minutes and let him encourage us. Thanks. See you in a minute. welcome back everybody as promised i got my special guest with me today nick may who has an incredible story of just perseverance survival um, and just winning at life in general um so welcome to the show nick hey thanks for having me absolutely man i'm so glad you decided to join us um just want to talk to you man today about just uh you know your experiences thus far in your life man and just kind of tell us for starters, Nick, uh, what started you on this journey that you've been on here?
1: For? So I was born with a congenital heart defect, uh, four of them, um, six major heart defects that someone could be born with. I had four of them, wow. uh, had three chambers, one chamber had a hole in it, and the other two were flipped upside down, wow. and I had a narrowing of... Uh, aortic, aortic heart mm-hmm. So, I was transplanted two weeks before my second birthday, on March 21st uh, of '91. At 12:01 a.m. So, just as soon as the day ticked over, I was transplanted. Uh, the transplant lasted, according to my mother. 6 to 7 hours mm-hmm. and after that as they say the rest is history
0: right man that's incredible so this this whole malady that you had with your heart that was just something that is genetic or did they have any idea why this happens or
1: no at the time uh this was back in 89 right so they didn't have the technology like we do now right so my mother had no idea Uh, about my situation right the my brother before me had some issues he was a fairly large baby, Mm -hmm. but for my condition they had no idea until i came out the midwife for my mother was like uh we're going to take your son back for more observation um
0: So just taking a quick sponsorship break here at the beginning of the episode, guys. And the rest of the episode will be uninterrupted. So sit tight. Hang out with us. We'll be right back. Thanks.
1: Uh, according to my mother, it was... The next day, they took me to uh, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. At the time, it was called Ippleston. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I had a, had surgery, my first surgery done at five days old, and then I had multiple surgeries leading up to the actual transplant, so that's as much as I know of it, because as you know, we don't really understand what's going on in life until second grade or so,
2: Right.
1: so I kind of other than reading the first book that my mother written, had, had written about me, which is called Nick's New Heart, uh, that's pretty much all I really know.
0: Wow, so Nick's New Heart was the first book.
1: Yeah, and that came out uh, right after I graduated high school, so in
0: 2008. Wow. Wow, wow. So... You mentioned, you know, receiving a new heart, I think you said at two years old. Correct. Um, so did you, are you, do you have a relationship or do you have a relationship with the with the donor's family or how did that play
1: out? So my, my mother got in contact with UNOS, UNOS, which is the United Network of Organ uh, Sharing. Yes. Which, There's a big old database where everybody who's been transplanted in the continental United States can gather information. They don't give you, they just give you the sex and the age Mm -hmm. of the person you got it from. My mother had reached out to them when I I was like 10 years old to tell them thank you or anything like that, but they have never reached responded which is perfectly okay with me right because truthfully i would wouldn't want to put them through this, that situation again and for my personal preference i prefer not to not to meet them
0: right i understand
1: because it would be a weird situation
0: <laughs> right that's for sure um and i guess for those of you who don't know nick so I, I would imagine at that age you would have to get a heart from a from a child that's your age or close, wouldn't
1: you? Yeah. uh, I got a heart from a child who was, I believe, four or five. Okay. From what what I have been told, uh, the kid was out playing in the driveway, uh, I guess playing kickball or something like that, and a delivery truck, I guess, came in too fast and hit him.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: That's, That's as much as we know.
0: Wow, that's tough, man. But yeah, the gift of life, huh, man?
1: It's amazing. So, right, it's been 30 years of ups and downs. Not saying it's been a straight and narrow path, but it's had its speed bumps,
0: right? And that kind of takes me into my next, you know, my next question, Nick. What are your biggest challenges, man, with all this?
1: So, really, the biggest challenge. Uh, growing up for keeping up with kids my age playing uh, I didn't realize I was somewhat I don't want to say different
2: right. but
1: not like everybody else uh, around third grade uh, not being able to keep keep up with them playing tag or soccer or any PE type activities Right. and then kind of middle school and you get started getting into the rougher sports like football or wrestling that you mimic on TV back then. Uh, anytime we would play tag, tackle football, I'd tell them, hey, I've had heart transplant, can't get hit in the chest. If I do, X, Y, Z will happen. So
2: right. if
1: mind, play tag. And if we wrestle, did wrestling. I'd volunteer to be the referee just so I was involved.
2: Right. Man.
1: <laughs> so, my challenges through high school, other than not being able to play football, which is a huge passion of mine. Right. Uh, I was a man- football manager uh, through high school, and I also played tennis, which from Third grade to high school, I kind of knew how to get myself ready for to play tennis. Right. And then, and then now it's hard keeping up with a one year old because you come home from work. <laughs> it's like, I just want to sit down for a few minutes, but she wants to go, 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 come jump on the trampoline, come push me in a swing. Right. I just come home and give me at least 30 minutes to. Sit down, relax, get something to eat. Take right. a quick bath. And then we can go play.
0: Right. Man, I guess that's a that's a good problem to have though, hon. A good challenge yeah. to have coming home too, huh? Yeah.
1: It's,
0: yeah.
1: I've been with Walmart ten years, so come come from Walmart to home, it's like, ah. Oh. Right.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Fresh air fresh air.
0: Right, right. Man, that's that's an, oh. inspirational man. i um, What would you say, Nick, has been, you know, with improvements or advances in medicine, ha- have you been able to receive some benefits from advancements in medicine and things like that, or has it been pretty consistent the whole time as far as oh,
1: you? I've received multiple benefits. Uh, <laughs> in 2009, I uh, was in college, and I wasn't feeling right. Mm -hmm. So I told my mom and come to find out I had a aortic aneurysm on my aorta from my transplant, Mm. which is called endocarditis. Oh yeah. And so I had that and they were able to replace it with a actual human aorta. So I'm not a double transplant, but I, had a replacement, uh, replacement, aorta, aorta replacement. Right. So, and then that same year, a uh, few months later I received a pacemaker. Uh, so that's technology that ways has really helped.
0: Absolutely.
1: And then I went 10 years on that pacemaker battery, which, To check the previous pacemaker, I had to hook up to a landline, which now those are few and far between. (laughs) I had to to go to my mother-in-law's house to send my pacemaker information because I'd had to check it every few months to make sure it wasn't having any issues to, to tell me the battery life. But now with the new pacemaker, I'm just able to hook it up to my phone. It's Bluetooth and I'm able to write down any, it basically has a journal inside the app where I can write down any symptoms I'm having, any daily, it tracks my daily activity. So I'm basically on constant watch 24-7.
0: Gotcha. Man, that's amazing, man. That's super inspirational. I guess we should have started off, Nick. I, I, I can't, I'm i sorry, go ahead.
1: I also have to ask uh, or add also with, technology now being able to put in my prescriptions for medication has been tremendously easy yeah uh, it's basically right there at your definitive oh i'm taking my medicine either in the morning or at night oh i'm low on this all i have to do is scan the barcode on the prescription bottle and it's sent to the pharmacist
0: that's beautiful man so
1: that's another major improvement.
0: Right. So are there, um, are there things you do Nick dietary wise to help yourself or are, are there things that you can't do or how do you, how do you treat your diet and things like that as far as helping, you know, help sustain a great healthy lifestyle. So they, I've
1: been told I can eat anything that I want, right? but I kind of watch my sugar and in, sugar intake for sure. right, And, my salt intake like my wife will buy bacon but I told hey make sure you buy the low sodium bacon
2: right
1: and then instead of cooking a whole slab of bacon right we'll, we'll cut it we'll cut it in
2: half right
1: so the intake on it and if I eat popcorn I eat low salt lightly salted popcorn
0: right
1: uh, cut back on the sweet tea.
0: Oh, I love sweet tea too, Nick.
1: I mean, being in from the South, (laughs) sweet teas. So I'll drink Splenda sweet tea. Right. So stuff, little stuff, but I work, like I said, I work at Walmart, so I'm walking (laughs) six to seven miles a day. That's good. Heavy lifting, so I'm not just sitting at the, sitting at home, not doing anything. And if, If I'm off, I'll, Go outside and do yard work. And I'd always try to drink at least three bottles of water a day. That's uh, good. So, dietary, uh, not many restrictions, just being conscientious is the biggest thing.
0: Right. And really, what you said, Nick, is what we should all be doing anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right. For general health. So, that's good, man. I'm just happy you got a chance to. You know, still be here with us, man, and technology and things being where they are, just allow you to hang around here with us, man. It's a blessing for sure.
1: Technology and modern medicine has come a long way since 89.
0: So. Right. Definitely. Um, I guess I should have said, too, in the beginning, Nick, uh, you know, you and I met when you were a student up at Georgia Highlands, and I was teaching biology and uh, that's correct you were in my class there for, i think it was in the summertime and we we hit it off pretty good there and had some good conversation and whatnot and uh so that's how i met nick several years ago i don't remember i guess it was back in 2000 and about
1: 2010ish yeah yeah because i came i came back after i had surgery and i believe i told you
0: yeah we talked little, about it a,
1: a little bit of my story and i give you first book right just trying to kind of give you a heads up with what kind of students
0: you were dealing with <laughs> at the time yeah i i still got my book and uh you know it was right out my alley man being in biology just when you told me your story i was all over those details man so yeah it was i was intrigued by your story and just uh you know encouraged man by your your, your i was encouraged by your courage and your you know your tenacity your your, your resilience man and just being willing to come out and, and just press forward and, and have a, you know, as normal a life as possible, man. So I salute you for that, brother. Yeah.
1: Being the youngest of four, I didn't get much sympathy. So I uh, was not raised to be a, a poor me person. Right. Just put your pants on, put your shoes on and go.
0: That's good, man. That's good. Uh, so if if you had to just, if you think about it, Nick, looking back over the last Several years. How has this journey shaped you, man? Like, what kind of person has it made you? You know, what's your disposition? Are you, you know, what would you say this journey has done as far as shaping you into the man you are now?
1: It's given me a great perspective on don't worry about the little things.
2: Ah, yeah.
1: Don't worry about, oh, I'm not going to be able to pay that bill if I don't. Go to work for one day. Right. You called out because you were sick. That's life happens, but you're able to spend time with people like your wife, your child, your whoever you live with. Uh, right. Also, giving me a a opportunity to share my story with people. And who are dealing with the same situation that I currently am and did. Right. Back then. Uh, just posting uh, on Facebook celebrating 30 years. Yeah. I've gotten all oh, an inspiration. Thank you for the encouragement. Because yeah. People living with transplants are like, oh, I'm out here in this world by myself. There's nobody to talk to. Right. So being able to share my story with other people has helped me as a person because if I can encourage at least one person just by making it 30 years, yeah, maybe they'll want to surpass me.
0: Absolutely.
1: So it's being able to, one, cherish every day and, being able to help somebody has probably the biggest thing that I'd say is open my eyes. Yeah. Especially, especially in 2009, I was 18. I had no previous recollection of having a transplant. I was, okay, I have a heart transplant, okay, big deal. Right. But having aortic surgery, it's like, man. Right. Re- reality chip, real
2: quick
1: but most people don't get it until 35 40 years old right so enjoy every day like it's your last absolutely because you never know
0: absolutely and i have to say nick that's a that's a common theme i hear man when i talk to people who've been through any trauma or tragedy or loss or you know when you get that perspective, man, you learn to let the petty stuff go and appreciate every breath you get, man.
1: Right, I for mean, sure. Go it was for the man store upstairs, I don't, I don't know where I'd be. I tell people I'm a, like a cat not <laughs> alive, and I, God's keeping me here for some purpose. And well,
0: yeah.
1: I think I found my purpose.
0: I agree. I was gonna say you're definitely fulfilling your purpose, man, and I have to agree with you. Like I said, it's just by grace, man, and it's a miracle. You're a miracle, man, and you're definitely an inspiration for sure. Um, what – um, I mean, have you worried much about COVID, Nick?
1: Uh, when it first started, I contacted my transplant team in Atlanta, and they said stay out until further notice. Right. So from, what, March 13th of last year right. until uh, the governor said, "Uh, we can start some way getting back to normal on May 1st of last year. Right. I contacted them before even going back to work. They said, we'll be here repetitively. Washing hands, wearing mask, six feet, yada, yada, yada.
2: Right.
1: And... Now that they got back vaccines, I uh, got my two shots. I've uh, been to work since last May. I uh, went back on May first of last year.
2: Yeah.
1: Received my two shots and still have to wear a mask at work. But if they're gonna come to my house, I guess I'll be according to the rules. I uh, cause I'll wear a mask, even though it's somewhat annoying since I already got vaccinated.
2: Right. For sure. But
1: I guess if I work on one of the most populated places in the world, I because I'll comply.
0: Right. right I for my, own,
1: for my own safety. Right.
0: <laughs> right. So what's, I mean, what, what what's next for you, Nick? Anything, any plan? big plans in the future? Are you just living life? Or what's up? What's next for you, man? I, I've
1: been at Walmart 10 years um i went from salary and then i received well received two two or three stints two years ago i stepped down and currently i'm in one of their new team lead roles and i'm happy as can be i work eight hours
2: yeah
1: i'm able to come home to my daughter my wife eat supper as a family yeah i i figure I'll stay there until i'm
0: Old and gray. I understand that. Well, I got the hookup. Now I know where to come to. I need some more new t- when this toilet paper run out. Now, Nick, I can, I can hey, come to <laughs> you. The,
1: with these storms or next snowstorm, come grab some bread real fast.
0: Yeah, Um we have to get together too, man. I don't know if you do any fishing. Nick, got to get together and do some fishing, bro. Want well,
2: to do some fishing?
0: For sure. We'll 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 talk about that off air and link and line that up, man. Okay. Um, any um. We're gonna talk about your books here too in a minute, but um well let's do that now, Nick. tell us what, you got your one book, uh you said Nikki's Nick's New Heart.
1: Yeah, Nick's New Heart's the first edition and right. the one that that which came out in two thousand eight. Right. Uh and then the one that just came out uh, four days ago.
2: Yeah, I this read it. Last Sunday, yep. which is
1: called Nick's New Nick's New Heart, uh thirty years in counting. Yeah. Which is written from both books are written from my mother's perspective, and the second one it picks up from high school until now. Okay, so that'll <laughs> get you all the way through my college career at Georgia Highlands, right to Dalton State, to becoming a salary manager at Walmart, to getting married. To having
0: a good child until present. Okay. Well, I'll be sure to get that other copy, man, and c- complete my collection. And uh, I'll also have the links to Nick's books, guys, uh, in the in the liner notes or the show notes for this this episode. So look for that. Pick up copies and read about Nick's life and be inspired, be encouraged by his story for sure. So y'all go out and get those. I'll have those notes, as I said, in the uh, after the episode in the in the notes there at the bottom. Yeah, um,
1: you can get it. If you don't have a computer, you can go to Barnes & Noble's and pick it up.
0: Okay. So online, Barnes & Noble, all your book outlets, huh?
1: Yeah. I, I believe it's on uh, Kindle, iTunes. There's no audio version Okay. Yeah. So.
0: And that's Nick's New Heart. And what's the second one called, Nick? Uh,
1: the first one is Nick's New Heart. And the one that just came out is Nick's New Heart, 30 years and counting.
0: Got you. We'll definitely promote those, man. Um, So, Nick, just to close us out, any any words of encouragement, anything you want to share, anything, whatever's on your heart or mind, man?
1: So, just for anyone who's having issues through this whole COVID or just life in general, slow down, take a breath. It's not the end of the world. Just embrace the moment Mm. before you head off to the next adventure because most people like myself don't get a second chance at life. So embrace the moment. Don't get caught up in the unnecessary stuff of, oh, how am I going to get my daughter to school or my son to school? You'll figure it out. It's all part of life bigger right. fish to fry
0: for sure oh,
1: other than that Chuck I appreciate you having me on
0: oh thanks for joining me, man I appreciate yeah. you and like I said your encouragement to me man inspiration and I just love people who, who, who fight and survive and do it well and you definitely do it well Nick
1: and if y'all have any questions for me you can find me on Facebook Twitter anything like that I'll send it to Chuck and he can post it in the show notes for you. If y'all yep. just want to send me a personal message on either one of those social media platforms.
0: I'll definitely put your information in there, Nick. And um, like I said, thanks again. And pleasure talking to you, man. And we'll definitely to get together soon. Man. All right. I
1: appreciate you having me.
0: Thank you, sir. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for the night, y'all. Great talk with Mr. Nick May survivor, transplant survivor, doing well, thriving, great encouraging message. As usual, sending peace and love to each and every one of you. Get in touch with me if you need anything. Check out TheKnowingPlace.net. Also TheKnowingPlace on all your social media platforms. And you can email me at Chuck at Peace and love. Thanks.